Schlager schwimmen könnten, wäre dieser Ort ein Schwimmingpool. If assholes could swim, this place would be a swimming pool. Circumstances arose one day, which delayed preparation of the dinner of a Soto Zen master, Fugai, and his followers. In haste, the cook went to the garden with his curved knife and cut off the tops of green vegetables, chopped them together and made a soup, unaware that in his haste he included a part of a snake in the vegetables. The followers of Fugai thought they never had tasted such a good soup. But when the master himself found the snake's head in his bowl, he summoned the cook. What is this? he demanded, holding the head of the snake. Oh, thank you, master, replied the cook, taking the morsel and eating it quickly. Eating the blame. Shout out, Lev Abram, 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 Abram. American Spelt is something of a sleeper among grains, escaping the notice of chefs and home cooks. Spelt closely resembles wheat and has been grown in North America for close to 200 years, having been first introduced to Eastern Ohio by Swiss immigrants. Although it spread across grain-growing regions of the United States in early times, spelt was nearly abandoned in favor of modern wheat varieties. It makes superb pasta with a light coffee-stained color, a mild wheat flavor, an intriguing floral aroma that rises from the steam after it is cooked. Flores na sacada E o sol entrando em nossa sala E o beija-flor sem nos pedir Olha flores do nosso jardim E a flor Master. Soup first or noodles first? First, observe the whole bowl. Yes, sir. Appreciate its gestalt. Savor the aromas. Jewels of fat glittering on the surface. Shinachiku roots shining. Seaweed slowly sinking. Spring onions floating. Concentrate on the three pork slices. 
They play the key role, but stay modestly hidden. First, caress the surface with the chopstick tips. What for? To express affection. I see. Then poke the pork. Eat the pork first? No, just touch it. Caress it with the chopstick tips. Gently pick it up and dip it into the soup on the right side of the bowl. What's important here is to apologize to the pork by saying, See you soon. Finally, start eating the noodles first. Oh, at this time, while slurping the noodles, look at the pork. Yes. Eye it affectionately. The old man bit some shinachiko root and chewed it a while. Then he took some noodles. Still chewing the noodles, he took some more shinachiku. Then he sipped some soup three times. He sat up, sighed, picked up one slice of pork as if making a major decision in his life, lightly tapped it on the side of the bowl. What's that for? To drain it, that's all. Hey, Fiction Bar. shrubs, a comb tooth of an entrance, you face rub yourself against the door woman. Spending an extra close moment, she whispers the menu into your ear. Her smell, chainsawed birch tree, calfskin leather gloves and sweat. Her gloved hands, Lulu la la lemon tight on her fingers, drift towards a bowl of fermented black cherries, slips one into your mouth and yee-haws your ass into the dim low life low bar of a bar. Cocktails glimmering, soaking through their paper cups. Nothing is scared here. A laugh track plays like a clown's best friend. The cups with a 10-minute stamina for holding a drink are adorned with a clown's face. Pleasing blue lips, slippery eyes, mascara running, a gesture-type crown, and a cask tattooed on its cheek. The bottom displays a pink scalloped decor, and the top rim a red pearl. You sip the Coca-Cola peanut and whiskey cocktail. When used, the dirty little clown is tossed to the ground. Pickled jerky chips, 
rice crispy tomato jelly and sous vide catfish quarters. Lassoed calf's tongue poached in molasses trapped in a glass tube squeezed onto a kale nut blended trophy pony. Slipping some watermelon into your hole, you walk around and take in the scene. Waddling around with your rind hanging out, drunkenly perving into others' conversations about long days in the work too. They're clean, upright, and fastened into a lifestyle made for virgins. Virgin dogs sniffing and ass-dragging on their clammy little bumps in and out of the nightlife. You snarf over towards another couple. The clown face replaces your own as the cup hovers, ready for a sip. A delicate tango, lips on a cup, now or later contempt. You're spying in on a cute electric cruiser situation. Guy on guy, you sniff, half-mast. You three stand poised for a night of confusion. Clown cups and boners, steaks and freaks, steaks and freaks. One man, tight pants like a hide on a cow. Tight tank, tight arms and tummy. A classic calm of Trimland. Another, a thin wafer of a man, swimming in a blouse big enough for three. Queenie little shorts, his cleaving neckline exposing his nipple ring gallery. Hung for the evening out. You leave them sniffing on each other, a twirly erotic recipe. The divers eat of early orgasm, a slash of cologne and a silk handkerchief. fruit leather, candied chestnuts, and treviso. Apple slices, peanut butter, and clams. a death metal, gridded with vertical steel beams, mirror finished metal lines the spaces between, low ceilings and a cool rose light shines from the recesses. Little rosy lasers create sparkly star patterns on the ceiling and the walls. It's sort of Paw Patrol themed.
napkin holders are a sculpture of two dogs high-fiving and winking into each other's eyes. They're each wearing cop outfits and thick-heeled motorcycle boots. Uniforms tight on their little dog chests. Treats of pureed, flash-dried organic chicken and calf's liver at their feet. One dog's tail is curled to hold cocktail straws. The other's tail is holding a tray with nutmeg fire-roasted olives and lemon zest. A trash can spills almonds out onto the fake little earth that this scene takes place. Another dog feature are the wall sconces. Each of a different pup, smiling big, eyes wide, with a worried slash elated look on their face. Light beaming from a gap between the head and the wall, the light pulses ever so softly. They are dim, but complicated. You stare into the dog's eyes and quiver, nibble a starburst in the shape of a dog tree, a tear on your cheek, still alone in this crowd. You and the pup, your heart's pulse and rhythm, a whimper of your heart and a whimper of his breath. You are nothing in this bar but a clown's pedestal. You are everything in this bar, including a clown's pedestal. Gazing and leaving your mind behind, the puppy play tickles your little heart, rolling and feigning an attack, retreating and running away, hiding, pissing, chewing your little treat like no one is around. Dry Thai beef strips, black licorice alphabet cereal and coconut whipped cream. Washed and soaked bocarones, slurped off the bone like a cat. Cornmeal brownies, pulverized Japanese style cured plums and tahini. Listerine powder lines on a mirror. Server boy wearing a black velvet kimono jacket wide velvet pants, slender cherry patent leather shoes, and little white socks with cherries printed on them. White tank top with the gold cursive name of the bar written sloppily across the whole chest. Traw fingers. Hair slicked back, glued tight to the head, and a little blue under the eye eyeliner. Chewing gum and smelling of paint thinner a perky combination of smells and actions lifts you out of your seat a touch. Well. Down, down, little pup, gently placing their hand on your back and explains that the cups were pressed onto each server's nipple, which was dipped in pink lemonade. Person on paper on clown, clown lips, your lips, and so on. There's a haze in the air, like being by the ocean, dank and wet, salty and boggy. 
The cook keeps burning parts of a pine tree, smoking it out a bit, sending out platters of wet small sandwiches, croquettes covered in paper croquettes covered in paper You rip ass on your dirt bike and slaughter all those nibblers behind. Arf, arf, arf. Like the dog face clocks on the wall. The sound of play and trouble, grime and growls fill the air. Rhythmic, poodly Buddhism. Dreaming of Babylon on ecstasy, your inner raver pulses. Dipping your psyche into a salt brine made for olives. High, high, mew, mew, zig, zig, high, flow, flow, flow. Spelt pasta with chanterelles. One recipe spelt pasta. Eight tablespoons unsalted butter. Eight ounces chanterelle mushrooms, thinly sliced. One teaspoon sea salt. Half cup water. One tablespoon chopped fresh flat leaf parsley. Roll the pasta on the next to last setting of the pasta machine. Cut the strips into 3 8 inch noodles with a sharp knife. Warm the butter in a wide saute pan or casserole. Add the chanterelles, season them with salt. Saute the mushrooms over medium-high heat without browning until cooked through. If the mushrooms exude a lot of water, raise the heat and allow the liquid to reduce a little more than half cup. If the mushrooms are small, firm, and dry, then add half cup water. Cook the mushrooms just until the sauce surrounding them develops a creamy, emulsified consistency. While the mushrooms cook, bring a large pot of salted water to the boil. Cook the pasta al dente, drain it, and add to the pan with the mushrooms. Toss the pasta over medium-high heat until the sauce reduces somewhat around the noodles, all the while adding splashes of pasta water to maintain the creamy sauce. Before serving, toss in the parsley and divide the pasta, mushrooms, and sauce among four warm bowls. Nobody is looking, remove a berry from its little basket and conceal it in your palm. With your other hand, quickly wheel your shopping cart into a dark corner of, say, the cheese department, and pop the berry into your mouth. Chew. Appraise its texture, sweetness, aromatic flavor compounds, and seediness. Then decide whether to invest in an entire basket. Shut up, But first, 
buy some cheese. You can never have enough good, ripe cheese. Black-nosed Buddha. A nun who was searching for enlightenment made a statue of Buddha and covered it with gold leaf. Wherever she went, she carried this golden Buddha with her. Years passed, and still carrying her Buddha, the nun came to live in a small temple in a country where there were many Buddhas, each one with its own particular shrine. The nun who wished to burn incense before her golden Buddha, not liking the idea of perfume straying to the others, she devised a funnel through which the smoke would ascend only to her statue. This blackened the nose of the golden Buddha, making it especially ugly. Tallulah Cocktail Ingredients 2 ounces Jack Daniel Tennessee Whiskey 1 ounce Peanut Orgeat 2 ounce Coca-Cola Garnish Salted Peanuts Add the whiskey and orgeat into rock glasses and stir until well combined. Fill with ice and top with Coca-Cola. Garnish with a small handful of salted peanuts.